the campus of Gardner Webb University and the Elliott House Podcast Studios. Welcome to Web Chat. I'm Noel T. Manning II, along with co-host uh, Richard McDavid over here. Richard, how do you know? On this show, we explore people, programs, and the possibilities of life at the web. And today, we've got some great guests, uh, Nate Evans, Vice President for Advancement, and Leah Clevenger, Director of Alumni Relations. Happy to have you guys uh, here. Uh, we're going to chat about upcoming homecoming. I'm coming uh, at Gardner Webb University, so stick around. Right after this break, we'll be right back with more. Whether at home or the web, you can celebrate Homecoming Weekend with a bag of Bose Bold Blend. Our coffee has been specifically crafted for you by Broad River Roasters in Cleveland County, North Carolina. Purchase a bag online today or grab one at the Bulldog Barbecue on Homecoming Day. All proceeds support students through Gardner-Webb's annual fund. And nothing says coffee like coffee. Welcome back to Web Chat. I'm Richard McDevitt with co-host Noel T. Manning II. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're happy to have a couple of experts. I think it's safe to call them experts. uh, From the Office of University Advancement, Vice President uh, Nate Evans and Director of Alumni Affairs, uh, Leah Clevenger, two of my favorite folks on campus. They're the right people to talk about uh, homecoming, and we're happy to have them here. Uh, Homecoming, it's an annual tradition everywhere. Universities all around the country do this. And at Gardner-Webb, this year it'll be October 28th through the 30th gosh there's a golf tournament there's a football game there's awards celebrations reunions a parade worship at the web which is always a great um, popular opportunity and just a few things that are going on and we're happy to have you all here to talk about those things today and take a little deeper dive into it so welcome to the podcast you guys and you don't look too uh scared to be here do you <laughs> no, I hope not. of course not it's of course nice not. to be here um so let's just we've got a few questions to lead off with so let's just start at the beginning and jump right in it's a long-standing tradition here at garden web like everywhere so why is this type of celebration so important for the life of the university and either one of you can start with that one i'll i'll start with that as with First, a nod to Leah and all the others that have put time into planning this. It's a lot of work goes into it. As you mentioned, uh, just a, a quarter of the events that are going on. Um, so I'd like to thank everybody that puts their hard work into this, this special weekend. But, you know, these events, they give a nod to the past. It's mm-hmm. tradition. It's celebration. Um, we really celebrate the current, all the good things that are going on, and then look forward to the future and, and molding and, and meshing all of those things together to, to make one big celebration. Um, anytime we can get alumni back to do that. It's, it's a good day. Absolutely. I love it. Homecoming is absolutely my favorite tradition at Gardner-Webb. And um, the reason I love it so much is because um, where else can you see friends that you haven't seen in 20 years? I mean, you can count on coming back at homecoming, and you're definitely going to see somebody from your time at the web. And I love that part. I love being surprised by who shows up and, and just catching up with them. But I love bringing my family back for this particular tradition because it gives my husband Gabe and I an opportunity to stroll down memory lane, to walk through the quad and talk about um, the classes we had and the professors we had. And it helps us pass down that history um, and our love for Gardner-Webb to our children. And um, also, you know, just hanging out with friends and remembering our times there and sharing those stories and laughing about it and just keeping those stories alive. It's a great way to keep the history. and. Absolutely. Pass well, on the values. And, and let's just go ahead and uh, and and go this way on you. Mm-hmm. I happen to know that you were a Decker girl. I am. 
am a Decker girl. Uh, and so uh, what when you were a student here and living there and having a student experience, what did you guys do at homecoming? Was it as important to you then as it is to us now? Well, I hope it is as important then as it was now. But let me tell you, there was a tradition when I was here in the 90s that we we don't get to do anymore. And I hope somebody brings a roll of toilet paper back just to reminisce and remember. <laughs> oh, David Waycaster, oh, our facilities guy, is going to kill us if we But it. yes, in the 90s, we would definitely roll the campus on Friday night. There was tons of energy <laughs> and excitement. Meet out on the quad about midnight or so. Folks had backpacks on. And they were filled with rolls of toilet paper. People had been, you know, saving up for a couple of weeks being yes. prepared. So that was a great tradition. We always made it to the Powder Puff game and the bonfire back then and and certainly Saturday's game. So a lot of those traditions are still alive and well, just not the rolling of the campus. <laughs> Do you remember there was one year the admissions office actually sent they branded did. toilet paper yes. no way. to prospective students? It was students. awesome. It had the footprint, yeah. the paw print, not footprints, yeah. paw prints on them sarah davis still has hers really yes yes absolutely (laughs) that's insane so so one thing i would also add about why Mm -hmm. this weekend is so important Mm -hmm. our our alumni are they're flung far and wide Mm -hmm. they are Uh, it's it's not easy to come back for a tuesday afternoon event at 2 30 or whenever the random time might be but having an opportunity to circle one date on your calendar and say that is the date I'm returning home. Um, yes. you, you might as well call it homecoming and mm-hmm. see what I did right. there. But it's mm-hmm. just a, a good chance that friends, alumni, and everybody can come back and talk about uh, the good times and, and whether it be the bonfires, the dances, whatever it might be. But we're all going to be together in one place. There are uh, so many times you talk about the remembering aspect. And there is this, uh, whenever you come to a specific place, mm-hmm. these memories are sparked. And reunions, there are a lot of reunions going on, informal reunions. I've, I've been yeah. looking through social media, and I've seen some folks who have said, hey, we're going to get together as a group. I, I know there's going to be an informal WGWG radio reunion with, with those who were here during the late 90s yes. who are already getting a group together. So it's interesting for those informal things that just happen organically. Sure. Mm-hmm. But you also have official reunions that take place every year, and they change. Who, who wants to dive in and talk a little bit about that? So this year we are recognizing the class of 1972. This is their golden Gardner-Webb anniversary, so they've been alums for 50 years. Wow. And we wow. will host them at a homecoming brunch on Saturday the 29th at 9.30 and proudly induct them into the Half Century Club. We also have the class of 2002 coming back. Uh, Folks may remember Aaron Moore. Um, He is organizing and um, gathering up his friends from that time period. And um, they're going to be at Newgrass on Friday the 28th. That's in Shelby. And then they'll be at the Bulldog Barbecue on Saturday. And they're just planning to be together for the weekend. So looking forward to seeing those two classes back for sure. And Aaron's actually a part of that WGWG group as well. He mentioned that. Yeah. He mentioned that. He sent me some great photos that you you had shared with him, Noel. Yeah. And I was dying because I recognized some of those <laughs> photos for sure. It was great. It was great. Uh, I'll add to, to what Leah's saying about the reunions. It, it We do a lot of ad hoc reunions, too. Mm. Um, just probably it's almost been a year now um, but we had had some ladies we call the Magnificent Seven. Yes. Uh, the shout out for Lenora, a class of 64. We found out they were getting together regularly mm-hmm. and had never gotten back together with us 
being part of that. And mm-hmm. and so we always hear, oh my gosh, campus has changed so much. I, what is that Tucker Student Center? That wasn't here. That was, uh, you know, the baseball field. Yeah. We, we didn't even have an outfield wall. I could hit it for days. And, <laughs> and what we can offer is, is come back, connect with us, and we can get you in to eat at the calf so you can see how it's changed. We can get you into the dorms where you can have a tour. We've actually yeah. had yeah. that, the Magnificent Seven actually got to go in the room wow. that they, they stayed in when they were here. And so uh, we, we encourage all alumni to come back, mm-hmm. uh, get to meet key administrators and professors and, and be involved in that way as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Le- Leah, weren't, weren't those, uh, weren't those women in strap when they, they were, were. And so they I, were so excited. They were so in. excited. They all lived on the third floor of strap. They sure wow. did. Wow. Yeah. They, in 1963, I think is, was mm-hmm. the date. Mm-hmm. 64. Yeah. And, and before that, but, uh, you know, they were telling stories and, and reminiscing as we oh, all yeah. do of, of the glory days. And, um, they, they look out the window and they say, gosh, I, I thought the view was better when we were here. <laughs> that tree's that in the way. That tree is taller. in the way. That tree is 40 years older, 50 years older That's now, right. and we can't That's see right. the quad anymore. So yeah. true. <laughs> so I have to confess, I'm a Decker girl. I started out in Decker, but then I moved to Strap with my roommate, all because Strap has sinks in the rooms. <laughs> and so I, I'm both a Decker and Strap gal. But when I met with Lenora and her friends, we, uh, one of her friends and I shared the same room. Different decades, but we both lived oh, that's, in, that's uh, in the same room in Strap. Yeah, well, my, yeah. my bride was a Strap girl. And, Ooh, go Beth. Uh, she always, I always say she made the first move because she spoke to me first <laughs> when we were in the lobby of Strap. Oh, and, and she said, would you please get out of my way? <laughs> Excuse me, pardon me. <laughs> She's going to kill me because <laughs> she said, my dad lives on your street. And then she just walked off. I said, what was oh, that? Right. <laughs> but she made the first move. It, it, it worked. It, it worked. worked. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> So there, there's lots of activities aside from reunions. There, there's and it's all programmed. You know, let's be mm-hmm. really clear. This is an event for students, for families, for alums, and so all the things that are uh, on the agenda that people work so hard to create and pull off for folks, or, or for those people, for those people, right? Yeah. So uh, there are a couple of them that I think are, are really worth uh, shouting out. And Nate, you've got a pretty significant one. That's coming up. Uh, I guess it's at nine o'clock, first thing in the morning on Saturday. That's correct. That's correct. Uh, we'll actually we announced the groundbreaking for the Masters Melton Indoor Baseball Facility. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty pretty impressive. Uh, we're very excited to get this kicked off. Um, and like you said, that'll be at nine o'clock on Saturday morning. Um, you know, a couple of things about that I'd like to to add, if I may, is um, it, it's going to be transformative for the baseball program. Um, Player development, mm. um, anything from four batting cages that can all be rolled back. Uh, so yeah. for pitching development, uh, infield space in there, weight room, mm. lounges, the the whole nine yards. And and what we're starting to see is is that it's an arms race for recruiting and mm. retaining top Absolutely. talent, yeah, um, be right. it academically and athletically. Yeah. Um, and and so having those quality facilities really helps the coaches not only develop the players that. Don't get me wrong. That's a that's a key piece of it. Having somewhere to go if it's raining, they can still practice, mm-hmm. et cetera. There, um, and then I'd also like to, to give a shout out to the to the late Bill Masters. Um, his his yeah, support and his philanthropy will have impact for for decades to come. And, mm-hmm. um, he loved the baseball. Program. He did. loved the baseball program. Wasn't even a gardener. We've talked a lot about alumni. He was just a community member, a friend mm-hmm. that that saw a need to invest in the in the university and. Um, also to Jim Chester, uh, Jim Chester and company, they, they rolled up their sleeves, 
uh, friends, alumni, parents, mm-hmm. all pitched in, if you see what I did there, uh, <laughs> uh, to, to make this facility possible. So we're, we're really excited to, to tr- actually break ground on this and, and get the ball rolling there. Yeah, something exciting for baseball alumni to, to see, too, when they're back on campus on homecoming weekend to be able to know that that's taken a place and maybe get a peek at some of the drawings and renderings of what's happening. Absolutely. And and my favorite part of that is the entire facility was funded through philanthropy. No institutional dollars were used to build this facility that's going to transform the program. Mm -hmm. It's a good thing. There's another connection to baseball on Friday with the golf tournament, a benefit for the baseball program as well, right? Yeah, there sure is. Uh, I know that Coach Chester, head coach Chester, is planning a (laughs) golf tournament for alumni and friends on um, October the 28th, that Friday. It's going to be at Riverbend, so a lot of alums and community uh, friends are aware of that location. Um, Starting times begin at, or tea times start around 10, 10, 15, and run until about 12 or so. So lots of opportunities to come and play. I was talking to Jerry Eskew the other day from the class of 67, and Jerry was here for two years and then went on to Clemson. He played um, uh, baseball at Clemson, but he played here too and played football, and he's rounded up a couple of his former teammates, and they're going to be there to play, and they can't wait to be back. So Jerry and, and company are not the only alums coming back for golf to support the baseball team. Well, what I love about that tournament when you have that, and it's, that's become a tradition yes, as well, is right. you've got you've got the alums, of course, yeah. but you've also got Gardner-Webb uh, staff and faculty that some will take part in this, and then the community sure. members as well. Yeah. That's a beautiful aspect about that particular tournament. Absolutely. I mean, it takes everybody to help support a program like that, so we love seeing that support. We're excited. Yeah, it does take that. Well, and there's also, um, you know, Leah mentioned the brunch, which is a, a super cool thing for mm-hmm. that group that's coming back. But one of the things that's always most popular around homecoming, I think, is uh, is typical of uh, university life and engagement, but it's also funny and fun, mm-hmm. is the parade. And yeah. every year the students do uh, a wildly creative job of coming up with <laughs> interesting things uh, to uh, to engage with the alumni on. They do. Um, Leah, w- yeah. over the years you've seen a number of these. What, what's the funniest things you've ever seen oh, in man. the homecoming parade, aside from some super cool cars? and Absolutely, and yes. Super cool cars. Floats, but yeah. floats. I mean, the different clubs and organizations that put those floats together, uh, the creativity and the, the themes that SGA come up with for you know that everybody tries to you know brainstorm and get excited about and create those you know just unique floats I always love to see what the honor students put together I mean you just never know with them um so I'll be looking for that. I'm trying to think of the funniest. I don't know who to get that to. <laughs> Noel, you've been around here longer than I have. Have you yeah. seen uh, yeah. any floats that, or were you a part of building any floats yeah. that really stand out? Well, I wouldn't say stand out uh, <laughs> in a good way, but um, <laughs> when when I was a Gardner Webb student, um, I had an, uh, an apartment off campus that had a nice backyard, and so uh, yeah. they would. You know, different places would or different organizations would say, hey, can we use your backyard to build the float? So I would have sometimes two or three different floats in my backyard being built. Oh, that's great. And of course, they, you know, they they realized, wait a minute, theirs is better than mine. And so there was a there was a competition within a competition right there in my backyard. So that was a lot of fun. I love it. I love it. Well, I'm looking forward to the parade this year. Um, 
Micah Martin and SGA are the ones organizing the parade, and they've acquired a bunch of actual floats that you know that you see in Christmas parades and Ooh, Macy's yeah. parade. You know, they're yeah. really nice Macy's. looking floats. I know. Ooh, look out! No. <laughs> well, no. Welcome to the big leagues. <laughs> we are, we have arrived, but I think it's going to be a great one, and it's going to. If anybody wants a sneak peek, uh, the floats are lining up on Memorial Drive earlier on um, Saturday, homecoming day, and. From what I hear, it's heading out onto Main Street they're, again they're this year. Street. They're bringing it back. I'm that's so exciding. Me too. Yeah, yeah the community nice, loves that. They do. Yeah. They it's do. a nice collaboration with the town. That's, I that's agree. Awesome. I agree. And the other thing that I'll say about the parade is, mm-hmm. and this will be exciting this year because the Marching Bulldogs, <gasps> yeah. uh, that that band uh, under new director Sarah Fabian is going places. Um, they've got great new gear, which is about a year or so old. I think their yeah. new uniforms mm-hmm. look mm-hmm. fantastic. And Sarah and the enrollment folks have been uh, very aggressively recruiting uh, uh, students for that band, and it's growing. And they've been pretty impressive, I have to say. They brought a Sarah's brought a new level of fun and intensity to that, and that she's been that's been influential at uh, the first couple of games Absolutely. where we've seen them. They're going to be at the uh, at the upcoming events uh, that are uh, sort of preliminary events for basketball season mm-hmm. as we get closer to basketball. So the marching band in that parade ought to, ought to be putting on a show. Yeah, so be I agree. They've been a part of the dog walk and they've done so many other things outside of just marching on the field, which I love. And, and yeah. Sarah has brought this, you said it, this yeah. energy and this excitement yeah. to the program. Well, and let me add for those of you alumni or friends that might be listening that have uh, high school age students that are band mm-hmm. members, Absolutely. there's also some scholarship money available for those marching band students that want to come here and play. So you should follow up on that. It's all online. You can find it on gardnerweb.edu. Mm-hmm. But it's a it's a fun thing, and she's doing great stuff. So that'll be a That'll be a highlight of the parade, I'm sure. It will be, absolutely. The the parade is something that's very visible. You know, Mm -hmm. if you walk on the street, you're going to see it. Some things that are happening behind the scenes that only if you're uh, connected to Garden Web, you would only know about, like the the Hall of Fame, Athletic Hall of Fame, the Distinguished Alumni Gallery. Mm -hmm. Since 57, you've been honoring outstanding alums. We have. And talk a little bit about either one of those that you'd like to and, and maybe some of the honorees. Yeah, so we two fantastic alumni uh, that are that are coming to this. Uh, Kitty Hoyle, uh, found here locally, a uh, little bit of a non-traditional student, uh, participated in our DCP degree completion program. Mm-hmm. For those mm-hmm. that aren't aware of that, uh, and and credits Gardner Webb to much for success. Uh, built a built an entire career around the concrete business mm-hmm. uh, that that started with her family. Um, and then Patrick Woody. Patrick's up in the uh, Northern Virginia, D.C. area. He's coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, works for a, a small social media company. I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, so we'll edit this if we need to. But a company called Twitter. Um, and, and prior to that, he worked for another small government agency called the uh, Central Intelligence Agency as an analyst. Um, actually yeah. told me a cool story. Him and another alum that uh, he was in school with ended up in a presidential briefing at the White House, at the Situation Room, at the same time. Wow, uh, two Gardner so Webb grads cool. and kind of, what are you doing here? What, what are you doing here? <laughs> uh, just, just a very unique and cool story to hear. So that's, that's some of the stories we get to hear at Homecoming. Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to that. And then you've got the Athletic Hall of Fame, which is uh, you've got several members being recognized as well. We Any do. of those you want to mention? Absolutely. So um, Hall of Fame is happening on Friday night. So we'd love for any alumni and friends to join. That's not just for former athletes. It's for anyone who is a running Bulldog fan. We'd love to have them come back and help us celebrate um, the induction of 
four new Hall of Fame members. Um, uh, one is from my my time here. Emily Harrelson Beecham is coming back. She played softball and cross country and was just a stellar athlete. So we're looking forward to seeing her. And we have um, Krista Fullwood and Dominique Hudson. And then um, a legendary coach, uh, Phyllis Littlefield Moore, will be inducted into the Hall of Fame. So just a great um class of uh, Hall of Fame inductees. And the reason it's an all-women's slate is because this year is the 50th anniversary of Title IX. So a lot to celebrate there, and uh, we're just uh, really looking forward to it. Hope you guys will come back for that, too. Yeah, outstanding. Uh, there, there's been a celebration all, around Title IX going on all year. We don't want to uh, miss that opportunity to talk about our female students and the impact that Title IX's had on not only them, but on the university as a whole. Absolutely. Uh, the university website has a great uh, page dedicated to the mm-hmm. Title IX celebration that's got a long list of uh, biographies and imagery around timelines too. I time saw that. It's fabulous. Of yeah. groundbreaking women here at the university, not just in athletics, but groundbreaking yeah. women in administration and faculty. Mm-hmm. It's a really, it's a great spot. It to, sure to see is. the impact on Absolutely. that. Absolutely, it is. When you think about game day, football mm-hmm. comes to mind always relating to homecoming. <laughs> so, why do you think football is one of those? Mm-hmm. Why is it that time of year that everybody <laughs> says, "Okay, homecoming." Nate and I were chatting about this earlier. <laughs> like, why is it football? And I, I, for me, I think it's because, you know, football is that dominating fall sport. And whether you came here as a first-year student, as a freshman in the 50s, the 60s, or today, one of your first experiences as a student was probably to go to a home football game. Um, And and so I'm sure people uh, just love thinking about being back in Spangler Stadium, remembering Mm -hmm. sitting there with their friends for the first time and watching the action on the gridiron, just seeing our guys just compete at this level today super exciting um but i know nate has other ideas he, he had some good points too when we were chatting about it earlier yeah i, I think first who wouldn't want to come to the foothills absolutely beautiful weather and scenery but um you know when when you think about it in addition to the, mm-hmm. the tradition built around football mm-hmm. uh football is an event uh you can come you can see fireworks smoke yeah. music recorded music and the marching band the halftime mm-hmm. show there's something for the whole family mm-hmm. tailgates barbecues everything right. yeah. um and and you know the the t- tactical reason is is the business side of it our football stadium can hold our <laughs> all of our alumni and friends that want to come back that day it's it's hard to to fit them all into some other mm-hmm. venues so I think there's a lot of tradition, um, but mm-hmm. then, then also some some common sense, if you will, in terms of the business planning side of it. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And I, I think the underline there, too, is that, if, and I don't know why, but football feels right on a crisp yes. fall day. Absolutely. It's always a little strange watching a football game when it's 90 <laughs> degrees outside. I mean, it's still enjoyable because a game's fun if it's a good game, right? Yeah. But Absolutely. on a crisp fall day with the yeah. leaves turning, it just feels yeah. like the right thing. Well, it does. And I'll, I'll add, uh, you know, we do host in the fall around football and, and the traditional homecoming. Uh, but looking forward to the spring, mm-hmm. a, a date has not been set. But one of the traditions that has started in recent years is yeah. hoops coming. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so think homecoming with football, 
substitute in basketball. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, and the whole idea there is the same thing. Uh, we, we hope you can make it back to campus at least twice this year and get involved at least twice this year just around a different sport. Good time, though, because it is, uh, you know, homecoming is already here for football, but good time yeah. for you to get your season basketball tickets, which mm-hmm. are available, and you can go out and get those now and be ready for hoops coming when it gets here. Absolutely. Yeah, and you both, uh, both of you, uh, Leah and Nate, mentioned food. Uh, food, football, and homecoming kind of go together. They do. And there's a lot of food opportunities outside mm-hmm. of just the concessions. Absolutely. So um, we have a great menu planned for the Hall of Fame Gala. If you if you are interested in some really great, um, uh, you know, we have a reception, shrimp cocktail is on the, on the menu for that, and then just some really fabulous uh, dinner options. So if you have time to be here on a Saturday night for the Hall of Fame, be there for that food. But the best time is to be here for the Bulldog Barbecue on Saturday. Um, make plans to enjoy barbecue sliders. And we're going to throw in chicken tenders because who can go wrong with chicken tenders <laughs> on the wrong. menu? And lots of southern sides and desserts. So and, and look forward cool to that. one of the things, Noel, about the, the uh, barbecue on Saturday yeah. is, Leah mentioned earlier that homecoming isn't just for our alumni. It's for current parents and current yeah. students. and. The barbecue is, is right. just a, a melting pot, if you mm-hmm. will, of everybody coming together to Absolutely. break bread, share stories. Yep. You know, yep. the folks from class of 65 can talk to the folks of the class of 27 in, in future right. classes. Yeah. And, and so coming together, breaking bread, sharing stories, uh, and, and just having a good time. And that's actually, we're going to move our Bulldog Club pregame meal over there. Yeah. Um, alumni, parents, everybody, mm-hmm. everybody's welcome to that. Uh, we just do ask that you register so we can plan properly. That's right. Yeah, and the website to register is gardner-web.edu and then backslash homecoming. Correct. Yes. Is where for, you can find for that. all of our events for the weekend, right. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or if you can't remember that, just go to the Garden Web website and search homecoming. Yes, homecoming 2022. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you'll find it all. And, and for homecoming this year, we have uh, a new uh, guest in town, uh, Bryant University, a new member of the, the big, big south, south. Yeah. and uh, this will be their first visit here to gardner webb so we want to uh, appropriately welcome them <laughs> and i Indeed. think i think trey uh, lamb has that well in hand i hope he does but that will be <laughs> bryant university's first trip here uh that day and it should be a great game it should, it should be a great be. game it should be absolutely anything else relating to homecoming you want to make sure you cover that we haven't touched on that we haven't asked you know, there's there's a slew of events happening. Mm-hmm. Um, we we listed several of them out from the barbecue to the brunch to the Hall of Fame gala. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I actually found out wrestling's actually hosting an inter squad duel on Saturday outside, yes. uh, weather permitting. So <laughs> in are. the tailgate lot, outside. there will be. Um, so so yeah. bring wow. your folding chairs and your elbow <laughs> drops, and let, let's see what can happen. Um, there there is an alumni gathering after the game, Leah. That's a uh, targeting specific classes of. Uh, Alumni, yeah, well, right. we would love to get together with our young alums from the classes of 2018 to May of 2022. So stay tuned for more about that. Um, but for sure, we'd love to see those folks, particularly at our Bulldog Barbecue. Um, I'll let you, I'll tell you this: we're going to have all colleges and schools represented that day under some tents on. Um, the practice soccer field across from Spangler Stadium. So stop by and see your former faculty members. Say hello. Give an update on what you're doing now. And uh, just reconnect with us. So love to see the young alums back for sure. Yeah. And I would say that, you know, let's not forget Sunday. Because after we thrash 
That's a verb. Bryant Bryant on Saturday. Uh, At least that's what we're planning on doing. Sunday, of course, there'll be worship at the web at Dover Chapel. That's at 1030. Um, And that's a, you know, so, and that, if you don't know, that facility was updated during COVID because it was easier to get that sort of thing done. So there was new carpet. It was redone. The AV was changed into really nicely upgraded. So that'll be done in Dover at at 1030. And then after you've gotten that uh, done, you know, if you want to wander over, there's a 130 women's (laughs) alumni soccer match, which could be pretty interesting. It's going to be interesting. Everybody likes to talk about how they still got it. (laughs) These these ladies are going to put their cleats on and see what they got still. They've had a great, um, uh, registration has really been strong for that really? alumni soccer match. That's so awesome. that should be a lot of fun to yeah, watch. But I'll tell you this, Wes Cogdell is do, is sharing his testimony at Worship at the Web on Sunday. So oh, if you're still in town on Sunday, be sure to attend that. He's got a great testimony. And, um, of course, you're going to see Neil Payne, who uh, is an alum. And um, it would just be a great time to just enjoy worship on our campus together as yeah. alumni and friends, family. Absolutely. And let's make sure we say the, the words bulldog club director every time we say Wes Cogdell. So. We should, because that's who it is. <laughs> that's yeah, exactly, that's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and the women's soccer game, that sounds like an excellent time and a couple of so. jars of Advil afterwards. <laughs> it, it, yeah. Yeah, I wish we could say it was sponsored by, insert painkiller name. Yeah, that's if anybody great. can connect us with them, we'll be happy to put Absolutely. a brand and a logo out there. Oh <laughs> well, while you're here, outside of homecoming, uh, are there other opportunities you want to talk about on maybe how our alums, uh, our community can get involved in what's happening uh, for with advancement or with alumni relations? Yeah, well, I would love to plug um, an event that will follow homecoming just two weeks after. Um, Garden Web Men's Basketball will be playing UNC, and we are doing um, watch parties uh, across North Carolina right now. We have six different locations, and we'll be sharing more about that, communicating that with alumni. But um, it's a great time to connect, enjoy some appetizers on Gardner Webb, and cheer on our running Bulldogs. The last time we played um, Chapel Hill was in 2019, and, and we fared pretty well. We didn't get the W, but you never know. These watch parties might just create that magic and energy and send it all the way to Chapel Hill, and Maybe we'll come out with a win, but no matter what, it'd be good to be together. And they're preseason number one, Chapel oh. Hill is right now. They are. <laughs> they are. We'll, we'll fix that. We'll yes, fix that. we will. Let's take care of that, fellas. <laughs> so, I, and, and, and let me just say that there's no one, no one, that our university president, Dr. William Downs, would rather be <laughs> than so the true. University of North Carolina. <laughs> I am sure. Just leave it right there. Absolutely. I, I would add to that, uh, in, in parallel to the watch parties, one of the things mm-hmm. Leah's working hard on is setting up what we're calling regional chapters. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we talked about how it may be hard to get back to Gardner-Webb on a Tuesday afternoon or a Thursday afternoon. Right. So what we want to do is bring Gardner-Webb to your region. We want to stand these watch parties and different networking opportunities up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it not only helps engage our alumni, but it helps our students. You know, imagine a student graduating who's from Cleveland County who went to Gardner-Webb and they moved to Washington, D.C. Mm. It's a whole different place. And now they have this network of alumni that they can plug in with, learn where the best restaurants are, where where the, the good apartments are, whatever it mm-hmm. might be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I, I'd, I'd plug my sales pitch here. I always say time, talent, treasure, and networking. If our alumni give back in one or more of those ways, mm-hmm. we'll be successful. Uh, time and talent, it might be serving on a board. We have an alumni board. Mm-hmm. We're creating, recreating the Bulldog Club board. Uh, in, in the next year or so, I'd like for every one of our colleges to have an advancement council that mm-hmm. aids those colleges in, in advancing their mission. 
um, the talent, it might be coming back and talking to a class. How mm-hmm. did you get from that desk? Leah just shared. She stayed in this dorm in Stroud. <laughs> yeah. How did you get from here to here? Help, mm-hmm. help guide and, and lift as you climb. The treasure's the elephant in the room. It's the fundraising. Everything we do, there's nothing that is overfunded at Gardner-Webb. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, you can designate where you want that support to go, be it an athletic program, mm-hmm. an academic scholarship, or just trusting us to use that money uh, to, to advance the mission. And the last piece there is networking. Uh, that might be the job placements. That's, uh, hey, coming back, you talk to a class, you meet a really bright student, and you find out your company's hiring, and, and they're looking for a young employee that can really uh, mm-hmm. break into a market or whatever it may be. And the last piece on networking is grab your friend. Mm-hmm. We're not connected with every one of our alumni, and we want to be. Yeah. If you know somebody in the day of social media, you're connected, reach out, grab them, bring them to homecoming with you. Introduce them to Leah. Let's let's get the whole gang back mm-hmm. together, as they say. Absolutely. So those are the things of what they can do, but how can they contact you? Mm-hmm. Well, they can certainly update their, um, their contact information with us. Um, okay. That would be a great first start, and you can do that on our website. You can uh, you could even just search Leah Clevenger on our website and then find my contact info and shoot me an email. I would love to hear from you. Um, that would That's be fabulous to see that hit my inbox this week. L-E-A-H. That's Clevenger. correct. <laughs> you know, yeah. it amazes me how many different ways I see Leah spelled. But, yes, I go with the L-E-A-H. And, and I'd add the social media. Uh, yeah. it's, it's a great opportunity. Sure. Every one of our sports, every one of our colleges, we have a main garden web page. We Absolutely. have a Bulldog Club mm-hmm. page Just messages. and an yeah. alumni page. So uh, help us out. Reach out to us. It streamlines the whole process. Yeah. And and before we leave that topic, uh, because we're, uh, you know, we're, we're getting to the end of our time together. But before we leave that, uh, I want to give a shout out to your team, too, because we talked about the Masters Melton baseball facility, which is going to be. Ground broke, ground broke, ground breaking, ground <laughs> all of the above. We're going to start it at homecoming, right? Yeah. Uh, and that's very exciting for the baseball program. But you've got a couple of other pretty significant groundbreakings and introductions coming up. And I know they're both of the ones I'm thinking about, which are the big ones, mm-hmm. are directly related to donor giving. Absolutely, right? yeah. absolutely. So yeah, the you, we mentioned Masters Melton. Um, mm-hmm. I, I will say that I. I haven't been to every Big South uh, school yet, but I would say that in about three months, we're going to have the best baseball facility in the conference. I love it. I'll stand by that. Um, The other things, we actually, uh, we have a a bold bulldog statue coming soon. Um, We're actually working with a a well-known artist, John Hare, Mm -hmm. uh, is actually working on a a sculpture for us. Uh, And emphasize bold. Uh, (laughs) I think something like four foot by six foot, uh, just a, a statement of confidence when, when folks come to compete in the LYCC in different areas. Yeah. So um, the other is, is and folks may have heard about this one, uh, the, the amphitheater, the Brinkley Amphitheater. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually have a meeting next week to, to schedule the groundbreaking for that. Um, we're working on some final details. There's a lot of, mm-hmm. of nuances with code and laws and things like that that we have to follow, but uh, should, should have a groundbreaking news, co- so to speak, coming out for that very soon. I'm um, very excited about the the partnerships that those that has created and and what's to come in the future there yeah. as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a big deal, and all because of uh, engagement and donor giving. It's good mm-hmm. stuff. Absolutely, it's good stuff. Well, you know, as we're wrapping up today, I'd like to thank both of you for being here. Nate, you and, and Leah have both been wonderful for being guests today. Uh, and uh, it's always good to mm-hmm. talk about homecoming with it the people is. that are closest to pulling mm-hmm. all of that together. And so thanks for being on this edition of uh, Web Chat. If you'll hang around for just a moment or two, we'll be right back after this message. 
you know that Gardner-Webb's live mascot bow has a bobblehead recreation available for purchase? That's right. The National Bobblehead Hall of Fame have been working with Gardner-Webb for over a year to develop, create, and release an official authorized and endorsed bobblehead with our main dog's likeness. So if you're a running Bulldogs fan or you just love bobbleheads, this is a must-have. Gardner-Webb also is going to be getting some proceeds from the sales as well. So check out bobbleheadhall.com. Once again, that's bobbleheadhall.com for more details. Or you can search Bobblehead on Gardner-Webb's website. You can find and subscribe to official Gardner-Webb podcasts just like this on your favorite platforms like Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Music, and Amazon Podcast. We really appreciate you joining us for web chat, and we'll see you next time right here on the Bulldog Nation Podcast Network. Until then, from the Elliott House Podcast Studios on the Gardner-Webb University campus, I'm Noel T. Manning II for Richard McDevitt, for Nate Evans, and for Leah Clevenger. Thanks for joining us.